Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. This is an emergency Tom Hanks, Hanksy Panksy episode broadcast. Please stand by for important messages. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy, uh, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves mind, body, and soul with a radiation-ravaged Tom Hanks. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. Oh, man, and I am a tiny, floor-scrubbing robot. I am Luke Patrick. Sam, it feels so good to be back. Oh, boy, oh, boy, it does. Mm-hmm. Folks, it may be season two, but we are back on season one's topic. Everyone's favorite, Daddy Tom Hanks. <laughs> America's Daddy. Uh, everyone's daddy. Yeah, man. Tom Hanks had a new movie come out on the old Apple TV. So yes, it came out this past Friday Mm -hmm. and, uh, we realized this a little late and, uh, and had to pretty much scurry, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to changing up our schedule just a, a little bit, which as we all know, is meticulously planned. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows. I mean, Everybody knows us for the goofs, but they also know us for the meticulous planning and uh, mm-hmm. precise scheduling that we're we're particularly known for, for sure. Yeah, the the logistical masterminds behind Hanksy Panksy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so folks, we did watch uh, 2021's Finch. Finch, fresh off the presses, as you pointed out, came out just this last Friday. On yeah. Apple TV. Yep. Apple TV Plus. Yep. Is there an Apple TV not plus? I don't think so. Uh well I believe the actual product, Apple TVs. Don't do they still make those? Oh, I see what you're saying. So the product is the Apple TV and the service is Apple TV plus. plus. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Alright, I'm I'm tracking. Um, I'm tracking. And and uh, and folks, you might be thinking, a movie on Apple TV Plus? Was it a Ted Lasso movie? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I know everybody at home is very confused because this isn't Ted Lasso, and I know it's hard yeah. to believe, but uh, turns out Apple TV Plus does have other content. 
Yes, in fact, folks, Apple TV Plus is home to, to many critically acclaimed series such as C, starring Jason Momoa, <laughs> and Mythic Quest, uh, from some of the same minds that brought you uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and of course, fan favorite Schmigadoon, starring Keegan-Michael Key. Mmm, yeah. Big, big hits. Uh, all of those. Um, yeah. Apple TV Plus. We promise it's not just Ted Lasso. Please, please come look at what we have to offer. We promise we have more than the mustache man. Yeah, please come look at us. Mm-hmm. We we put Tim Cook in here, and he's just screaming at other things. On we have a new John Stewart show. Mm-hmm. It's called The Problem with John Stewart. Please, please watch it. Please. <laughs> Tim Cook is crying because you only watch the mustache man who's happy. You only watch the happy mustache man. Please don't cancel your subscription now that the happy mustache man is out of a season. Stop making Tim Cook cry. (laughs) He works so hard on all of these. All these other shows are just Tim Cook in a mask. We only make a billion dollars a month or something crazy. Please, uh, actually, I think it's a day. I think it's a billion dollars a day. Fuck, man, I'm going to jump off a cliff. Yeah, it's some obscene, but please don't make Tim Cook cry. Please come watch yeah. his good, good videos. Yeah, come on. Be nice to Tim Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Luke, how is your watch of uh, Apple TV Plus's Finch? So, Sam, my watch is actually directly tied to the problems I had with Apple TV Plus, mm, which, okay. is, which is that uh, I may or may not have canceled my subscription after uh, the Happy Mustache Man sort of wrapped up season two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was kind of using it as a vehicle for Ted Lasso viewing. um, Right. And then that finished up. Um, So I did have to sign in. So we were using my roomies account. I decided, well, I'll just sign up for a free trial. So I did have to sign in with my Apple ID, um, which I've had problems with in the past. So it does have a 52-character password uh, containing all kinds of different symbols. So try to hack that, motherfuckers. Uh Um, But (laughs) if you remember signing into the Apple TV, they let you do it on your phone. But then if you try to purchase anything, they do make you type in your password. So uh, no. So we sort of had a factory assembly where my roommate, who did watch this movie with me, had my password pulled up and would just fire off like Niner, Mike, Sierra, <laughs> and then I would sort of tap in the values as we went along. It was <laughs> something to behold. And then <laughs> eventually we did we did get it right on the first try. Mission was successful. Launch was cleared, uh, and then I did watch this movie, and Sam, I watched it pretty late at night. I finished, like, at around 11, 15, mm-hmm. I think. Um, okay. This movie is not one I would recommend watching sort of past your bedtime. No. No. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not. <clears throat> um, now, Luke, I I know you make it sound like you've got a really complicated password, but it is just penis with 48 E's, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said make them big to make them secure, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go back to the base, the three basic P's of podcasting. <laughs> skip over the first two and just land on the peen." Yep, 
Yeah, no one's going to take the time to count out 48 E's. Mm-mm, no, no one's going to hack that shit. Um, yeah, but my watch overall was pretty smooth. It was kind of refreshing to see Tom back on the screen. Oh, it was, and we will return to this. Uh, but um, if you don't mind, I, I can tell you about my watch. Ooh, I really wish you would. So, uh, had a nice day yesterday. Uh, can we we had some homemade Indian food for dinner? Oh, uh, it was man. very good. Uh, and then we sat down to watch Finch, which uh, my wife did want to watch. She was she was interested. She likes sort of post apocalyptic uh, dystopian flicks. Mm-hmm. So we watch it. We consume our Indian food, and then half an hour in, my wife goes, "This blows. I'm going to take a bath." Hmm. And so she did. She left, and it was just me by myself in a dark room with the cats. Mm. And in some ways, watching this movie with a beloved pet is good. And yeah. in some ways, it's challenging. Yeah. Yeah, man. With the subject matters at hand. Uh, yeah. Did you sort of try to inhabit the space of uh, minor spoilers for the plot? The like space, the headspace of a person living in a post-apocalyptic world with only their pet. Did you like try to consume this with the same headspace? A little bit. Mm. Mostly, it just made me very sad and very attached to my kitties, mm. and so I was just loving on them, arguably too much. Yeah. Hey. It was. Ain't no. It was such a thing. lot of. A lot of nuzzling and petting and assuring them that I love them and that neither of us will ever die. <laughs> well, you love to see that. I mean, this this beautiful moment sponsored by Apple. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, see, unlike you, Luke, uh, I have been fully suckered in by by Tim Cook's uh, TV programming. Mm-hmm. And I, I kept my Apple TV Plus subscription. Um, yeah. I, I'm. I, I don't know why. I don't watch a lot on there. I, I do watch The Problem with Jon Stewart. It's every couple weeks, which doesn't feel like it's worth the monthly <laughs> subscription. Yeah. Yeah. But I keep it, and I'm confused that I keep it all the time. Because, well, man, yeah. I got to tell you, they don't have a lot else. This coming from the man who's kept stars for yeah. like a year and a half now. So, Well, here's the thing. Every time. Every single time, Luke, I I think I'm gonna cancel Stars this time. Yeah, and then the next movie is on Stars, and I'm like, well, shit, I can't cancel it now. Sure, it pays for itself. <laughs> the four dollars it saved me by renting mm-hmm. this in the Microsoft Store. Exactly, uh, compared to the uh, probably ninety dollars that I've spent on it. <laughs> Plus the uh, $75 we spent on Space Jam A New Legacy, people, please head on over to patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. <laughs> we would yeah. love your money. <laughs> Not only are we supremely hurting for cash at this point, but we do have good content up there, including our most expensive watch, Space Jam A New Legacy. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? Pay and find out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your mileage? May vary, uh, but it was a pretty good time. So, Luke, I need to know, have you missed Tom? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Categorically, with the force of a million hurricanes, yes, I have missed Tom. 
just refreshing, though. I got to tell you, there is a particular kind of whiplash mm-hmm. going from buff, young, strong Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> to old, frail, radiation poisoned Tom Hanks. Yeah, it was quite the whiplash. And no offense meant to our friend Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think more I missed the process of watching a mm. Tom Hanks movie because, I mean, that was the OG. That was the thing that we set out to do with this podcast and once again we have achieved it we have again seen every single tom hanks movie ever made exactly it it's kind of like um you you graduate from college you know you've you've moved to a new city Mm -hmm. and then you get to go back to your family home yes you grew up yes it's that feeling folks yes it's just there's a weird nostalgia, even though it was only like what, like two months, two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But I think I think that is spot on because that is exactly what it felt like. It felt like going home. Things are, you know, things are a little different. We've changed. We've yeah. moved on. We're doing different things. But you know, all the all the hits are there. The jowls are there. The mm-hmm. mysterious package uh, is still there. Yes. Um, yeah. You know. It. You know. Your parents are still there. It still kind of feels like home, but you know you're a different person than mm-hmm. you were when you were there. It's it's just phenomenal. Yeah, so I take uh, I take that to mean that you too missed the Tom Hanks, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's just he's very he's a very relaxing presence for me. Yes, it's almost like a safety blanket or like mm-hmm. your own personal Zen Zen master, uh, but in the yes. form of everybody's everybody's daddy. Tom yes. Hanks. Feels so good to see him on the screen. Now, Sam, I have uh, a, I have a question for you, though. Uh-huh. Would you like to watch a second Tom Hanks movie next weekend? No. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Me either, my man. <laughs> again, again, I think I, think, uh, I, I accidentally happened upon a, a good comparison because it's great to come home. Yeah. It's it's nice to come back to your family home, spend time with your folks, and then, you know, after that week that you're there for Thanksgiving, boy, oh fucking boy, do you want to get the fuck back to your apartment <laughs> and, and, you know, jerk off all over the place or yeah. just n- not listen to your parents go on and on about how it used to be back in the day or whatever? Yeah, yeah, exactly, about previous late late night TV show hosts. Mm-hmm. And watching Wheel of Fortune, you're just ready to get the hell out of there. Yeah, you know, I had my time with Tom. That was great. I enjoyed my Thanksgiving with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna go home now. Yeah. Go home to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, the new and improved Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom 2.0 experiment. Yeah, yeah. man, I I feel that a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, mom and dad, I. I love you. I'm I that that wasn't like from experience or anything. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Luke, do you have a plot? Oh yeah, I do. So in this one, Sam, uh let me make sure I have my wires uh right. Um mm-hmm. so Will Smith has nope. a dog. Uh uh, uh no, nope. Okay. A uh, little little different. Little okay. different. Um so Matt Damon has some potatoes. Ooh. You're getting closer, weirdly <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm pretty sure I got it this time. So Tom Hanks uh, exists 
Nope, still wrong, man. Oh, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> Tim Cook lives in a post-apocalyptic world. There we go. Yep. <laughs> Tim Cook lives in a post-apocalyptic world uh, where apparently a giant solar flare torched the Earth. Uh, yeah. And wrecked, and s- the, wrecked shop and in the ozone. something about an EMP. Yeah, and then something about an EMP, which is never clarified. Um, no, it mentioned once and never again. Yeah, it knocked out all the electronics except for the electronics that still work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to ignore that part. Giant solar flare torched the earth. Tom Hanks is left uh, with a dog and a robot that he's built named Jeff. Uh, it, Luke, I'm so sorry. Yeah. There's another robot. Yeah, there is another robot, but it makes me sad to talk about that robot, Sam. Yeah, we got to talk about how attached we got to this robot because, boy, that scene was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But sorry, do continue. Yeah, and there's another robot that's kind of like a Wally type robot, it has a crane arm mm-hmm. and stuff, and its name is Dewey. And Dewey. Dewey is fantastic, and we'll talk about oh, Dewey. Dewey. Um, but uh, basically, there's a superstorm that's about to develop over St. Louis, which is where Tom Hanks is holed up in an engineering lab where he's built said robot uh, with his dog. But they're going to run out of food because the superstorm is going to last like 40 days. Mm-hmm. So they decide to get the hell out of Dodge. They pack up their RV and start heading to San Francisco. And yep. uh they deal with various various troubles along the way, like the fact that it's 150 degrees outside and the UV radiation will burn the skin right off your bones. Right um, off them. Yeah, just cook you like a like a Thanksgiving turkey. Mm-hmm. And uh, some stuff happens. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Luke, that's... This is your magnum opus for sure. <laughs> Some stuff happens. I don't know what to say, man. They start traveling. Basically, the whole plot is uh, Jeff learning to kind of, you know, he's learning the ropes of how to exist in this post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. uh, timeline. So a lot of it is just Tom Hanks teaching him stuff and then foraging. Uh, yeah. And some some really heartwarming moments as Jeff learns things. Uh, like Jeff learning to drive, Jeff naming himself. He doesn't start out with a name. Right. Uh, he picks the name Jeff. Uh, and at the very end of this movie, skipping over the Dewey thing, because we're going to talk about the Dewey thing later. Yeah. Um, at the very end of the movies, Tom Hanks has been sick the entire time. They get to California, which for some reason, the UV index is like totally chill in California. Yeah, it's fine there. Yeah. California is just fucking fine. Uh, which I do want to talk about. But they're just kicking it outside. Uh, Tom Hanks is enjoying some sun on his face for the first time in a long time. And uh, he does die, leaving Finch, who's... So Finch has the three... Uh, we're just going to get into the movie now. Wait, um, wait, no, that's Jeff. Sorry, yes. Tom Tom Hanks is Finch. Finch is monster. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finch is sex bot. Yeah, uh, we're just going to get into the movie. That's the basic plot. So Jeff has the three laws of robotics plus a fourth law, which is that he must take care of the dog and that this rule supersedes all other rules, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. So at the end of the movie, he takes the dog in the Winnebago or whatever, and they go on to San Francisco, which was the end goal. 
they discover that there's a bunch of other people still alive. Uh, so they're going to go find them. And that's the end of the movie. Sam, what did you think of this movie? Dude, it's really good. Yeah, it is, though, it's, isn't it? It's fucking great. Yeah, joke's on Kenna for ducking out after 30 minutes. Uh, look, I I get where she's coming from because this is... It's barely a post-apocalypse movie. Mm. I mean, it is set after an apocalypse, but that doesn't really factor into it. Sure. It is really more focused on the relationships between Tom, Dewey, God rest him, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff, and Dog. Yeah. And and it it just happens to be set after an apocalypse, but it's not necessarily about that. And it is slower. Yeah. And and that was her major complaint, is that after 30 minutes, it kind of felt like nothing had happened. She was pretty bored, so she dipped. And yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, But, man, I loved it. It was... I got uh, I, I got a little choked up. Won't even lie to you. Mm-hmm. I got a little choked up a couple times, because it's, it's an affecting flick. Yes. Yeah, it makes you care about servos and wires and tin cans... A whole lot more than I expected to ever sort of feel anything about those components. Boy, even like, so they obviously do a great job with Jeff. Yeah. uh, I am Jeff. (laughs) Um, But also Dewey, who does not speak, and Dog, whose name is Goodyear. Yeah. um, Who also does not speak. And they just do a great fucking job with them. And Tom... It's it's a really interesting role for him because he's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole, especially to Jeff. I am Jeff. Who, Please be nice to me, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Jeff, throughout the course of the movie, what we're referencing is that he starts out kind of sounding like that text-to-speech robot in uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft Windows. <laughs> By the end of the movie, he sounds way better. But yeah, in the beginning especially, it's very... Hello. Yeah, and I think that also grated on my wife uh, because <laughs> I did have to pop into the bedroom for a minute, uh, and and my wife had had gone to bed at that point, and I did say, "Cannot you are in bed?" <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Get out." <laughs> Excellent. Um. But Sam, I agree with you. This was a pretty fantastic film. I was thinking about it. I don't know where I would rank it in our Tom Hanks ranking, um, but it would be it would be in the top half. I feel like. Honestly, I think if it doesn't make the top five for me, it makes the top ten without a doubt. Mm, top ten, I could see. So all this to say, well done, Tom Hanks et al. This yeah. was, uh, you know, if you got Apple TV, it's worth checking out for sure. Mm-hmm. You finished up the the nice mustache man show. Why don't you check check out <laughs> Finch? Why don't you check out a movie where Tom Hanks is really rude to this robot that he's built that is learning how Boy. the fucking world works. Just hateful to him at times. Yeah. Which we do not see like a dickhole Tom Hanks Mm-mm. very much. And so it's pretty fucking cool to see him because he does a great goddamn job. Yeah. Oh, he's mean as hell to this robot. Oh yeah. So it's it's so good. I I really genuinely love it. Nice. 
Nice, man. What a great little reprieve we have here to dip back into the Tom Hanks pool and, you know, have it be just like Greyhound. The other Apple TV movie that we watched was sort of hit and miss. Uh, So it's nice to sort of land squarely in A plus territory with the movie uh, on on Tim Cook's Apple TV. Yeah, folks, in case you were concerned, there are no German officers going, Aru! in this one and boy is it better for it yeah well sam should we should we talk about dewey yeah i think we have to talk about dewey we've we've beaten around his particular digital bush enough (laughs) Uh, we gotta we gotta talk about dewey so dewey is like you said basically a a wally type he's sort of kind of like a rolling robo dog yes yeah they sort of set him up that way, too. So you're really pretty mm-hmm. invested in Dewey. Dewey's the first robot that we see when Tom Hanks, excuse me, when Matt Damon is no, walking Tim around. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. When Tim Cook yeah. is walking around uh, sort of scavenging St. Louis in St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, Dewey's the first robot that we see, and they have quite a relationship. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're a good, good team. And then Tom Hanks does remove Dewey's eyes to give to Jeff. Yeah. He gives he gives <laughs> Dewey an eye later, singular. Yeah, uh. yeah Dewey's not <laughs> blind for the rest of the fl- film, but it was kind of a, again, like even from the jump, it was kind of a hard scene where he's like, I'm going to take your eyes now, Dewey. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is rough. Yeah. Um, later... What we're what we're beating around is the and doing a great job of it. I might add, mm-hmm. we're really yeah. avoiding it. Is the fact that hey, mm-hmm. Luke, we we know how to beat it. Oh, we definitely know how to beat it, <laughs> Sam. We are masters, uh, <laughs> for sure. So um, what we're referencing so yeah. is the fact that uh, later in my own home city of Denver, in um, mm-hmm. what's crazy to me, Luke, is mm-hmm. from what you've described to me as Denver. It's unchanged in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Very little difference uh, between uh, Denver and the movie. The bombed out blast of Denver. <laughs> and the, full of raiders and traps. Yeah, full of traps. Uh, I mean, everybody knows you go out on town, you're hitting Larimer Street, and you got to really watch out for bear <laughs> traps. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of hunters exactly. out trying to catch people, catch partiers. That's yeah, just Denver, you know, baby. You go to Denver Hospital and you are going to die. Yeah, welcome to the 303 baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so so Tom Hanks is sick and uh and Jeff drives him to Denver, runs into the hospital with Dewey uh to try to find medicine for for Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Dewey's looking around and sees a a box of donuts. And is like reaching for it, and we the it's it's really well shot because it, the camera keeps like showing this angle that shows you the bear trap that Dewey is like teetering over. Yes, um, and like r- precariously reaching over to try to get these donuts that have been around forever, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it keeps cutting to like Jeff running around and trying on a coat. And Jeff having a good time, and then Dewey reaching and reaching, and then going forward and snap, yeah. just just a 
obliterated by this bear trap. Ugh, and whimpering in a robotic kind of way. Yeah, robot whimpering, and then, and then we get Tom, who who kind of teeters inside the hospital and comes upon Dewey, just like tw- what parts are left are twitching mm-hmm. and and robotically whimpering, and then he has to like turn Dewey off. Yeah. Oh, oh man, it sucks. It's I mean, tough. it's so good, but it really hurts. It, uh, man, it really got me. Uh-oh. It's a, it's a hard scene. Yeah. Uh, I lost your audio there for a second, Sam. Hopefully that, uh. Yeah, I've noticed you've, you've gotten a little fuzzy on the video a couple times. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> so Comcast, you better watch your shit. I think it's Google Hangouts being upset that we're talking this much about Tim Cook. Mm, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'd believe that. Uh, next time we'll have to record directly from the metaverse, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> so... So so we do have that, but Luke, I I want to talk some some higher points of this movie. Okay, yes, please. Uh, tr- try to get more of an upper here than talking about sort of a robo dog dying. Yeah. Um. And and here's the thing, we get a nude Tom profile. Yes, we fucking do. Now. It doesn't show much. He's not like erect, so you don't see his penis like sticking out from between his milky white thighs. Yeah. Um, but we do see some curvature of the ass. Mm-hmm. And and we do get to see those milky white thighs. And Luke? Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. This is the most nude Tom Hanks has ever been in a role, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's up in the stakes. And so mm-hmm. I hope in the next one, he hangs dong. Yeah, man. Just HBO and, style, full frontal. Yeah, and then I think the one after that, probably the Elvis one, I think he shows his asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knows Elvis's famous trick of just randomly <laughs> mooning people and gaping right at them. Yeah, spreading those cheeks as far as they could go, like like Moses in the Red Sea. Uh, <laughs> let my asshole go. Yeah, U.S. Marshal Elvis, uh, <laughs> sort of cornering people <laughs> with his rusty starfish. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I I really did enjoy that. Yeah, th- um, that was pretty awesome. Uh. Hey, you mentioned Jeff's coat, and I want to talk about Jeff's coat real quick. Yeah, let's talk about Jeff's coat. Yeah, so Jeff gets a coat, and Sam, I have a theory about why Jeff gets a coat in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think they were in post-pro, uh, which for the folks at home is uh, post-production. Yeah, for um, people not in the know like we are. Yeah, not in Hollyweird like I am here mm-hmm. in Denver. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> he gets a coat. schmuck. Um, I think about halfway through post pro, they were like, "Y'all, we're spending a lot of money on the CGI. <laughs> this robot's real expensive, man. <laughs> it's really costing us an arm and a leg." So I think they retrofitted because uh, it's kind of a throwaway scene where he just like picks up a coat and he's like, "I got a coat now." Um, mm-hmm. Which my theory is that they did this so that a human being could play Jeff with a mask and be yeah. covered by the coat. Uh, yeah, because they do, 
once he gets the coat, they do a lot of shots from the back of Jeff in mm-hmm, the coat, mm-hmm. and he's filling out that coat more than the robot shape that is ostensibly <laughs> contained within his shirt. Yeah, 100%, which is which is why my theory uh, probably holds a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think so. Um, and actually, on the, on the bit of, of CGI about Jeff, Luke, did you also think that at times Jeff looked realer than the dog? Yes, dude. See, at, a, at an early point in this movie, I actually asked the question, I wonder how they made the robot. Um, yeah, he looks very real, and the dog looks pretty fake. <laughs> yeah. Also, Hooch looks a lot better than I remember yeah. Hooch looking. <laughs> He's slimmed up. He's been doing some of those Dr. Oz treatments with yeah. the green coffee beans um, and just just shit out all that weight. Yeah, Hooch looks pretty good. But no, I think you're totally right. There's even a scene where Tom Hanks hugs the robot and it's like the CGI is so good because he's like yeah. patting him and the like mm-hmm. wires in Jeff's back are moving. And Oh, it's brilliantly done. It really really is i mean this ain't toy story folks this is some premium cgi yeah this is this is a premium swallow folks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i dude. just it's i fucking love it i like jeff i like oh, jeff a whole goddamn lot i do too i mean at the end of this movie you're so invested in jeff it is not a problem at all that tom hanks has died you're just you're no, just so stoked no. that Jeff now has a dog and is like gonna go find people in Marin County, California, mm-hmm. which is, hey, really quick, uh huh. So we're watching this movie and my roomie mentions a thing about hey, you ever think about Mad Max and if maybe there wasn't a, an apocalyptic event and Australia just decided to do that, mm-hmm. um, so the rest of the world is completely fine. Uh, and so yeah. we were joking like, oh, they're going to get to California and everything's going to be just peachy keen. And Sam, <laughs> they get to California and there's vegetation, there's butterflies, there's people. Yeah, it's it it's completely unexplained Yeah, as, as to why <laughs> the shattered ozone is just fully healed over the great state of California. Yeah, man. Doesn't make I mean, any sense. It must have been because it was guided under the steady hand of Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, the solar flare hit, and old Gavin Newsom was like, mm-hmm. "Man, while well, we've been preparing for years, thanks yeah. to your tax dollars, we have an ozone that we're ready to deploy." Yeah, due to our very progressive environmental policies that we've implemented for decades, we're fine. We're fine, folks. California, totally fine. Yep, this is because we outlawed gas stoves. Mm-hmm. That's it, actually. Yeah. Everywhere that had gas stoves, fucked. California, totally fucked. We're fine. Yeah, thanks, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Thank uh. you, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Luke, so Tom Hanks has this, like, like almost spacesuit that he wears every time he has to go out into the the wasteland. Yeah, yeah, the uh, UV radiation suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I could think, man, was I think this is legitimately what Tom Hanks wore in the <laughs> early days of the pandemic. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I gotta just... go outside again. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I have to go to CVS. 
shit, let me put on the suit. And then you're, you know, you're shopping through the aisles of CVS looking for hemorrhoid cream or, or what have you. And then you you look down the aisle and there's a man wearing a BMX helmet uh, <laughs> and, and, and a refrigerator on his back with a bright orange jumpsuit. And, and you look just past the sort of glass screen and, hey... That's America's dad, Tom Hanks. What the fuck? That's America's extremely protected dad, Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, that's all I could think. That and, of course, anyone actually in an apocalypse situation like Tom Hanks would immediately just make a jerk-off machine. Hmm. He didn't make that robot, did he? He did, and... Boy, the beginning of the movie was real focused on the robot hands. <laughs> and all I could think is like, did Tom Hanks make a jerk-off machine? Oh, I don't even want to think about that. I love Jeff too much to think of him as just a, uh, just sort of a, a masturbator. Yeah, a, a wank bot. A I wank imagine bot. Maybe Jeff had like a like a prototype of Jeff was Wankbot. It was a Wankbot, yeah. And then he was like, "Wait, what if I give Wankbot a brain <laughs> and fill that brain with so many books that exist in this engineering laboratory mm-hmm. for some reason, inc- including the Little Prince for some reason?" Yeah, you know, the Little Prince. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just I. Fuck. The, the, what's kind of wild to me is the at one point Jeff says that he dreams. Yes. And the movie kind of glazes over it. Like Tom is like, oh, cool, you dreamed. And then mm-hmm. and that's it. And it's like, hold the fuck on. He's yeah. sentient. Yeah. And also, I was thinking about this. How wild would it be to be existing in this post-apocalyptic world? Let's say you're in Marin County living it up. You got a jet ski, you got a house, you got food, life's Mm -hmm. great. And then this fucking robot wanders up with its dog and is just talking to you like like everything's normal. You would flip the fuck out. Yeah. I honestly I'm kinda glad we didn't see Jeff run into people. Yeah. Because quite honestly, the reality is probably that anyone sees Jeff walking towards him and they blow him away. (laughs) Yeah, they straight Torch and pitchforks, uh, mm-hmm. just tar and feather Jeff and run him straight out of town. That robot is ki- is kidnapping a dog. Kill it. <laughs> yeah, which, hey, this movie paints a pretty bleak picture of humanity uh, in the post-apocalyptic time. Doofa, it does, man. There's, yeah. a, there's a rough scene where, where we learn how Tom gets dog, and it... It ain't great. No, Tom get dog through murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't murder, to be no. clear. <laughs> no, other people murder, and then dog is in backpack of murdered kid. It's, yeah, uh, it's rough, man. It's it's rough. <laughs> uh, but uh, Luke, I've got a couple other questions. Okay, yeah, hit me. Okay, one. Uh, we see like Tom has like sort of an undersuit that he mm-hmm. wears under the like UV protection gear. Yeah. Did he steal that suit from the set of the movie Dune? It does look like a still suit, doesn't it? 
it's, it does. Yeah, it's like form fitting. It's got wavy, moisturizing lines all mm-hmm. over it. Um, I was like, did Tom Hanks just wander onto the set of Doom and like yoink one of the costumes and say like, I'm taking this to my thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think he ripped it straight off of Timothy Chalamet's body and uh, <laughs> yes. just took it with him. And nobody could question it because it's Tom fucking Hanks. I mean, yeah. it's and, America's you know, daddy. We all know Timothy Chalamet, uh, famously the exact same dimensions as Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, especially modern day Tom Hanks. They're exactly mm-hmm. the same. Yeah, exactly the same. Um, so, so uh, another question. Mm-hmm. Why were all Tom's postcards bridges? Maybe a bridge fetish. Works for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which. They're all sent by members of his family, so maybe he's just very open about this. Yeah, and they he's all like, know. If you want me to get hard, please send me a bridge postcard. Yeah. It's the only way. I'm a real bridge troll, is what we call mm-hmm. ourselves in the community. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that subreddit, by the way. <laughs> r slash bridge troll. Check it uh-huh. out, folks. It's got some real meaty content. Yeah, watch out for the comments, though. They are nasty. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tom liked this dog more than he liked Hooch? Oh, yeah. Yes. Who wouldn't yeah, love so. this dog a lot more than I Hooch? Know. <laughs> I don't like dogs, and I liked this dog. This dog is real good. I mean, unlike Hooch, which we famously said, uh, you know, Hooch, they found the exact line where mm-hmm. any uglier in the the American public would not support that dog. <laughs> they found the edge, and it was Hooch. Yes. Um, they, they didn't get anywhere near that line this time. They stayed well within range. Yeah, uh, they, they picked the platonic ideal of cute dog. Yes. Yeah, man. And also, I love that the dog got to be a dog in this movie, which is a weird statement. But sometimes yeah. dogs are just hanging out. They aren't barking. They aren't, like, doing dog stuff. But this guy's, mm-hmm. like, catching balls. He's barking at robots. Uh, He's running off almost into UV rays that'll cook him like an egg on a <laughs> Texas sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. He's doing dog stuff, and good for him. Yeah. Get it, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, I like, kind of the, the last point I had was, I loved suit and sunglasses, Tom. Oh, at the fancy very end there. suit. Yeah, as he's dying, Tom Hanks puts on a fancy suit that he bought uh, a long time ago. Uh, he does refer to it as his fancy suit, and it's mm-hmm. it's all white. He's got a matching hat. He's got sunglasses on. The man looks dapper. It's a good look until he coughs blood all over it. <laughs> and then says the amazing line, Look what I did to my fancy suit. It's like, <laughs> but you got deeper problems than that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, out of context, it is a phenomenal line. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, Luke, do, do you have any other thoughts? Um, Only that uh, this is a very dirty, nasty man that we oh, see in the beginning of this movie. So dirty and yeah. old. Yes, dirty and old, uh, which if this is the direction Tom Hanks has taken his career in, Sam, I'm not opposed. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I'm, I like it. This is a good turn for Tom. Tom, yeah. keep it up. 
Um, and then the last thought I have is that at the end of the, after he dies, they do burn Tom Hanks' body in the middle of the desert. And I got to tell you, Burning Man looks a little different than I remember boy, it being. You know, they, you know, they keep it up over these years, but boy, the, the tone of it is very different. Yeah. And the turnout was not so great this time. Mm-mm. No, they couldn't sell a whole lot of tickets. It was just a robot and a dog. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I kind of can't remember when they made the change from from burning a, uh, a sort of effigy of a man to burning an actual corpse. Yeah, I but mean, it was not a good choice. It was not solar flares, man. They really changed humanity. They uh, did for the worse. Yep. Mm-hmm. In yeah. in a lot of ways, just not good. No. So hopefully they go back to the whole effigy thing instead of uh, burning beloved actors' corpses. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got though sam yeah well luke um interesting thing i have this sentient robot mm-hmm. um that i think people are gonna want to kill if they ever see him so i kind of want to store him in the hanks bank yeah let's go for put his him, safety let's go put him in the hanks bank keep that dude super safe yeah let's go Luke, I need you to hole up in a bunker with a dog and a robot. It's time to come with me to the Conspiracy Corner. Oh, man, I missed this place. Yeah, we're back. Oh, it feels so good. And Luke, we've got some we've got some interesting stuff this time. Mm. Um, because. First of all, let's let's roll it back way, way, way back. Okay. Tom says that um, his father, who who left him and his mom, uh, that his mom always said that his father had Viking blood. Mm-hmm. Well, Luke, as we know, Tom Hanks is thousands of years old. Yes. I think his father was a real Viking. Oh, that would also make it... I mean, that makes a lot of sense why he would leave, too. He's got to go raid in the Slavic lands. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's gotta go and uh, and uh, be a a, a vikinger, mm-hmm. I believe is what they call it. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know he's he's gotta get that vergeld or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know he's gotta get resources. And I think also this explains Tom's turn to the Templars, uh, because he was disgusted by the the sort of pagan heathenism of his mm. father. And really resented his dad, so he made a hard turn towards Christianity. <laughs> Which, that'll happen, man. That'll happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other <clears throat> kind of big part of this movie is the cataclysm. Okay. Uh, so, so there's the solar flare and the EMP. And we briefly see a map uh, that, that has like an epicenter drawn on it. Mm, and yeah. I paused the movie and I really tried to figure out where the epicenter was. And I, I couldn't tell exactly, mm-hmm. but it did seem to be in kind of your your northern, like western states, like e- east of like Oregon and Washington, but like, you know, between Midwest and Northwest. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so, Luke, I mean, you, you remember that when... Uh, you, uh, Tom, uh, his, his assistant and I were, were in that bunker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
And and you remember how that bunker was under a hibachi restaurant in Rock Springs, Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, I remember this very clearly, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure that when Tom Hanks <clears throat> defeated ATAR once and for all, that it released a, a massive energy burst. Oh, damn. That makes and, a lot of sense, Sam. Yeah, and I think this was both... Uh, the reason for the solar flare because this was sort of a cosmic event um you know atar being you know returned back to to hell yeah uh and and i also think that just the energy release from from tom stabbing atar right through the heart i think that was uh i i think that was the reason for the emp okay i'm tracking this makes a lot of sense i mean atar big powerful demon Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince of Demons, you take him out, you're going to really fuck with the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think indirectly you and I were sort of responsible for this. Oh, no. Oh, no, Sam. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel great, but I mean, like, who, who would have known that banishing a demon prince back to hell would, you know, cause an apocalypse here on this plane of existence. Yeah, one that would just wreck shop and convert humanity into a bunch of, like, gun-running thieves and murderers. Yeah, yeah. except for Californians, who, except- again, through the through the steady <laughs> guidance of Gavin Newsom, yeah. uh, are fine. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does also explain Tom's radiation sickness, because he was at the epicenter. Um, and it also explains why I've been coughing up copious amounts of blood. Hey, you uh, too? I, yeah. We should have compared notes on this sooner, because, yeah, man. I'm so weak now, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I keep coughing a lot of blood, dude. It's <laughs> It seems bad, but not bad enough that I want to go to the doctor. Yeah, I keep putting on fancy suits and then just really staining the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. By coughing blood all over the front, man. All over them. Uh, and really, the only other thing here that that I think is curious is mm-hmm. the bridge postcards. Okay. Now, I I do think you're you're not wrong in that it is sort of a sexual thing for Tom. Okay. But we do also know that Tom has been planning something. Ooh, yeah. We never really got to the the meaty core of what that was. Yeah, and I think, I think Tom originally, bef- before he, you know, was sort of diverted to to killing Atar, I think he was gonna destroy America's infrastructure to force Congress to action. Oh, damn, to really push their hand, huh, to get mm-hmm. some of that uh, infrastructure legislation passed. Yeah, I think he was going to blow up major bridges in the United States mm-hmm. so that Congress would have no choice but to pass sweeping legislation to fund major infrastructure pro- projects. Yeah, they'd have to pass the Tom Hanks Retribution Act. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you could see Biden out front being like, "We have to pass the bill because Tom Hanks blew up." <laughs> yep, he he went back and embraced that Viking blood of his, and uh, and destroyed the Golden Gate Bridge, man, uh, and the Brooklyn Bridge, and the George Washington Bridge, and most bridges actually, yeah. all at once, man. What I just. Those headlines. Can you even imagine 
the turnaround <laughs> if America's favorite actor Tom Hanks turned out to have blown up most bridges in the United States. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that would be incredible. Fuck, it would be good. Fuck. Fuck. I would love it. It would mm-hmm. be like Tom Hanks actually a terrorist? <laughs> it's like if George Clooney had poisoned all the farms in the United States. Like it would just be so <laughs> out of left field. Um Oh, you, shit. You could kind of see it. A person with that much power and empathy from the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you could get away with just about anything. You could, except destroying, again, major landmarks mm-hmm. uh, across the country. Yeah. And that would also but, explain, Sam, to your point, why he was heading towards San Francisco. Yeah, he had to, he had to take the first step. Yeah, they had to go take out the Golden Gate Bridge. And he's very focused on that bridge throughout this movie. He is. Keeps looking at that photo, and he's like, "That's my target. That's mm-hmm. my target." Yeah. And then he and then he dies. Yeah, sadly, before he could actually get there. Yeah, um, it's a real yeah. shame. Well, I mean, that's all I got for the conspiracy corner. Just that you know, in trying to save the world, we destroyed it. Yeah. Well, you know, you take the good with the bad, and uh, you learn from your mistakes. And so, yeah. you know, nobody's nerfic people. Sorry for yeah. the apocalypse. You know, as Tom Hanks always says, you take the good, you take the bad, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> yeah. And again, sorry, folks. Sorry for yeah. that one. Sorry about that. We th- we thought it life would be better without a demon prince running rampant. Who would have thought, uh, right? I mean, we yeah. it seemed like it was a safe bet. Yeah. You know, probably would have been better if we had elected Elizabeth Warren as president. Mm. Yeah. You know what? If we could go back in time and change things. But Sam, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, them's the facts of life. It's a uh, yep. it's always a steady march forward. So. Yeah. You know, just the kind of steady hand like California's governor, Kevin <laughs> Newsom. <laughs> You know, something like that running the nation during a, a cataclysm like that, we would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, well, folks, uh, unless you cook to death outside in the uh, crazy heat that uh, Luke and I are directly responsible for, um, we'll be back next week with our regularly programmed Southland Tales. Listen to the last episode for our predictions as to what it is, because we're not doing it again. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, uh, to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at, uh, Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can check out our Patreon at Hanksy Panksy, or shit, at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. We've got some good content up there right now. Uh, some of it is chosen by, uh, Tuck the Uncuckable as I call him. <laughs> He's got a dick so big he cannot be cucked. Um, and uh, and yeah, he's just an absolute legend. Chuck us some money, get access to, to some of those things, and if you give us 10 bucks a month, you too can start choosing movies for us to watch. Uh, you know, right now, we, we've got a few contenders from, from Tuck and, and uh, one of our other patrons, uh, but uh, later this month, we'll have a vote and, and see see what wins out. Yeah. Uh Luke, you got you got me a final quote? 
I do. It feels good to be delivering a Tom Hanks final quote. Sam, it was said by Jeff, and it is, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, God. And, folks, check this movie out. It's actually real good, and it'll keep Tim Cook from crying about how the nice mustache man show is over. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but folks, again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We will be back next week with yet another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom uh, with uh, Southland Tales. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>